It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We want to consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. Welcome to this episode of Yes, I Can Living. I'm your host and coach, Kathy Alessandra, the Yes, I Can Coach, and I'm excited that you have joined us here today. If you have not yet stopped by our website, our first premiere issue of the magazine, Yes, I Can Living, is out, and we'd love to send you a copy. If you go to yesicanliving.com, you can subscribe and get your complimentary free premiere issue there, and it is chock full of all kinds of great information and tools and resources. And um, we're just so excited to, to serve you with that magazine. So be sure to hop on over and get that. Today, I'm super excited to have a conversation with Lisa Reed. And I've known Lisa for a while, and we've had these conversations a couple of times uh, because, you know, if you're in business and depending upon your kind of business, most of you need to be out speaking in some way or another. So I want to talk to her a little bit about how she started her business, why, um, how she's pivoted during this time, and how you can too as we look at 2021 and ahead. So whether you're a speaker or not, there is no doubt that we all have an expertise that can leave an impact in the world once it is shared. As the founder of Get Speaking Now Gigs, Lisa Reed mentors business professionals and entrepreneurs who want to make an impact and ultimately attract their ideal clients through speaking. Lisa has booked and delivered over 500 speaking engagements and she teaches her clients all of the strategies she uses to get booked and stay booked and monetize their talks. So Lisa, welcome. So excited to have you here today. Oh, thank you, Kathy. I can't wait to get my free magazine. I, I gotta go get that right now. Absolutely, absolutely. We're very excited that that first issue all about dreaming in the new year. So Congratulations. speaking about dreaming and um, you know where, where we've all been and where we started because we all had a dream when we started our business, right? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, how and why you began your business. I began the company Get Speaking Gigs Now a few years ago because what happened to me is I kept getting asked to help speakers get on stages. And they were asking me constantly, how did you get on that stage? How did you do that? How do you book so many gigs? How, how, how do you do this? And I really, uh, Kathy, I, I mean, to admit, I turned them away. I just said, I don't have time to help you. I I'm doing my own thing right now. And it wasn't until I just kept getting asked that again. I thought, okay, a light bulb went off in my head. And I thought, I didn't, and this probably some entrepreneurs out there can relate. The thing that you do easiest ends up being your gift, right? And you think, maybe this isn't that big of a deal. And I realized, oh, no, it's actually a really big problem for people. They have a great message to share. They're super passionate about it. But there's that missing link or gap in between having this great message and then actually sharing it with anyone. It's kind of like the tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it. <laughs> like, if you could have the best message in the whole wide world, but if no one can hear it, you're not on any stages, you're not a speaker, right? So you need to an audience in order to be a speaker. Right. And that one day I just, I had this call, this gentleman said to me, tell me about your speaking business. And I literally said to him, well, I don't have one. And I hung up 
the phone <laughs> and I said to myself, Lisa, that is the last time you're ever going to say that. Like, no, as of today, it's official. Business is open. And I got a web, you know, did everything, website, did a webinar. It all flowed out of me because I knew what I had been doing for the past few years. At that time, I had probably about 200 gigs under my belt, 250 or something like that. So I, you know, I had a lot of experience that I could pull from. And I started cataloging everything and making it into lessons and bite-sized pieces and strategies that people could consume mm -hmm. and make their own. I don't believe that everyone has to do it my way, but it's like, well, here's a proven way that's worked. Start here and then you can massage it and make it your own. You do not have to do the exact same things that I do. Right, right. Love it. Okay. So tell me a little bit about, you know, as, as we go through, you know, starting a business and, and I love how it's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I see a need, I'm going to fill it, right? Exactly. But tell me a little bit about, you know, the challenges you face, because no doubt we all have challenges as we're growing our business or as we're starting, um, you know, what are some of those challenges that you've faced and, and how have you worked through them? I think as an entrepreneur, it can be really overwhelming to you go into an, an event and you see a great speaker and they've got this great system and you're like, gosh, I wish I was where they are. You know, I wish I had all the videos. I wish I had the website with all the bells and whistles and the membership site and the blog and the art, and the, all, you know, the podcast, all of it. Right. Right. And I feel that way at times too. And I will say uh, that one of the best things is to just decide your priorities as an entrepreneur. And that's one of the things I did. I was like, okay, this year I'm going to focus on, you know, X, Y, and Z. Then next year I'll tackle these other projects mm -hmm. because it's really hard to do it all at the same time. I think, especially when, for me, when I was going through it, part of it was figuring out what programs I really enjoyed teaching, what programs were really helpful to people, Mm -hmm. uh, how do I word it? How do I package it in a way that's consumable for people? Because not everyone learns the same way I do. So all those things took time and practice. I, I do a lot of beta testing. <laughs> do, you, do that, Kathy? Where it's like, okay, let's put a group together and see how this works. And what do they love about it? What do I need to make any tweaks? And I think sometimes entrepreneurs can be really hard on themselves. And I know at times, I like had that impatience. Like I want it to be perfect now. Like I don't want to wait. <laughs> I just want it <laughs> done, right? I yeah. can relate to that. But that impatience is a gift as well as a, you know, sometimes a curse. But but it it propelled me to continue refining until I had it down. And like like the seven keys that I teach in my academy or the seven keys that I write about in my book. I mean, because they're still the seven keys. It doesn't doesn't change. They're there. You have to get those pieces in place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. You know, you, you talked about impatience and it being a gift and a curse, right? Um, <laughs> I, I do think, you know, I, I think I probably suffer from that same impatience. Yeah. I think a lot of entrepreneurs do because you have to right? have a little bit yeah. of that. But, you know, exactly, exactly. Like what's next? what's next? But I do think in a way there's also that has given me the gift of being the implementer that I am because, yes. right. I mean, and so looking at that, so have you ever experienced where, you know, you've been impatient, you've gone ahead and implemented, and then it's like this, um, you know, I mean, I have, right. Where it's this big fat, no, right. And it yeah. ends up being the wrong decision and kind of backing up. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Yeah. And I think one of the ways that I help 
minimize those experiences is I'm really into now. And I don't know if I was, I was this in tune a few years ago. I'm into now of, am I enjoying this process? Am I enjoying whatever it is that I'm going through? Because the, the bottom line is you're an entrepreneur. You get to decide what kind of how you serve your clients. Do you do a webinar? Do you have live coaching? Do you have a workshop? Do you have a retreat? Whatever. Do you speak? Do you write a book? Your, that's your choice. Mm-hmm. And I think it can, for me, I had to try out a bunch of things to see what I liked. Like I, I enjoyed some aspects of some of the things I was doing, but then if I went too far overboard, I'm like, well, now I'm just stressed out and that's not what I'm trying to create, you know? So I'm really, I really focus on like, like what kind of, what time of day do I want to give an event? What time, what do I want to offer people? How much time do I want to have the event go for? Like, what's my energy capacity? What do I think people can, what would be fun for them? You know, so it's, to me, I'm, I'm definitely motivated by the experience of the experience. Right. 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 I love that. Well, and you know, yeah, I, I totally agree with you as entrepreneurs. I mean, one of my core values is freedom, mm-hmm. which is an entrepreneur. Right? <laughs> That's a yeah. So being able to, I love that you talk about really kind of uh, measuring your rhythm and your energy and deciding, you know, what you want to offer and how you want to do it. And is it too much or too little? Um, and really listening to that inner voice as to whether that's really right for you or not. I think that's a big, yeah, um, yeah a really big piece of that. I think another aspect of that is the, um, and again, this is where it helps when we really study ourselves and dive into personal development, you know, work with coaching and things like that is. Uh, certainly one of the messages that I have underneath the surface is the not enough, you know, which, which serves my impatience, like, and it serves my driver and and helps me to always have all these prospects and opportunities and relationships and great things. And so being able to catch that, uh, that, that belief of that it's not enough and deciphering when is it serving me and when is it not serving me and when am I in a healthy unhealthy you know where's the balance has really helped me as well because there is also that drive to continue like you said you know doing more things but not to where you stress myself out yeah I think it took me to age 50 to (laughs) kind of get that I'm right behind you If I can only, you know, it's one of those things I'll ask you this question later, but you know, it's like, if you could tell your younger self, yeah, you know, what you know now, what, what would be, yeah. And that would be one oh of those. Oh my gosh, you're right. So you're let's right. dive a little bit or shift a little bit here in business and the pandemic and, yeah. um, you know, and what's going on in this world. And, you know, as entrepreneurs, we've had to shift. Many of us um, have hosted workshops or, uh, you know, live, live workshops, yeah. spoken at live networking events. Um, you know, hosted big conferences, you know, I, I, I have 200 women in the room, right? And that's all, you know, the lid is on that all right now for the moment. And yeah. so finding, and if you're counting on speaking as a way to get your message out and to meet other people, um, what are you, what are you seeing out there? How are you talking to people about that? You know, even your, your clients that you coach, you know, what, what kinds of things can we do? There's so many great, here's, here's the good news for the listeners today. There's actually more opportunities than less. Okay. So if you can just, just trust me on this one for a second. Yes, it's true. We're not speaking in front of live audiences for the most part right now in person. Mm -hmm. However, the capacity that you have to speak more often in more places has risen exponentially. For example, if you have a 
a speaking engagement in Texas in the morning and then California in the afternoon and Hawaii in the evening. I mean, you could do that virtually and not have to get on a plane, book a hotel, rent a car. So not only have your expenses gone down, the amount of time that you can dedicate to the, what we call income producing activities is massively increased. Your, your reach is increased. So I think that's huge. I, like that's just, there weren't that many virtual speaking engagements necessarily before. I'm going to say there's not at all, but there is a lot of people meeting on ground and meeting in person that have now shifted to virtual. Right. <laughs> there you go. There's one of those. <laughs> one of those things. There you go. She's busy. She's a busy lady, you guys. But it's life, right? I mean, thinking about those things as you're getting on. Yeah. And I completely forgot. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. So yeah. So it's it's funny when I actually launched the latest version of my academy in January of 2020. And as I reflect back on that version, 95% of it is still exactly the same as it was before a pandemic and, and speaking virtually. All of it's the same things that I do. So when I talk about those seven keys, it's like, yep, that's still what I'm doing. I've, I've booked over 50 and I've spoken over 50 virtual events since April. It's We're now in November. And if anything, it's quicker. I get booked quicker. Uh, more like, for example, like they'll say, can you speak in two weeks or a month? And usually back in the day, it would be three months. It would be like usually my shortest yep. lead time. Yep. So more often, more places I can speak in different states really easily. Mm -hmm. So I just say, if you're thinking about speaking out there now is definitely the time to do it. I, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I've been attending networking events kind of a, across the country and yes. checking various things out. And I think it is an opportunity if we look at it as that, right, is an opportunity to be meeting new people. And then, you know, some of it is, is I actually was on a networking thing last week and an opportunity presented itself to potentially speak somewhere else. And so it's a great way to really, um, you know, connect with people around the globe. Really, it can be around the globe. It is. Yeah. And even if you're hosting your own events and you're like, you usually would have local speakers, like I host my own events. And now I've been able to have someone come in from Sacramento, someone from New York. I mean, just recently, someone from uh, San Jose, someone mm -hmm. from San Francisco, kind of got a little NorCal group going on, but <laughs> just fine. But in the past, they've had to fly down to, to Southern California, which means airfare, hotel, rental car, you know, things like that. And now they can just pop on their laptop or computer and be with us. And we get to have that knowledge from someone who isn't in our local area. It's awesome. Right. right. I love that. I love that. So is there a tip that you would give people right now, um, either as a speaker, when you're coming on, like turning your phone off or, uh, <laughs> you know, how to present yourself or even to reach out to somebody to potentially um, speak on their virtual stage. Absolutely. My first tip, and this is the, the first module of my academy, to be honest, is what I call get your talk ready to rock. And one of the things that can keep you from, it sounds so simple, right, Kathy, but if you don't have your talk ready to rock, you are probably not going to book yourself many talks. Because mm -hmm. the very first thing people are going to ask you when you say that you're a speaker is, oh, what do you speak about? And if you're not confident with that talk, 
you're probably not going to say you're a speaker and you're probably not going to really put yourself out there because you know subconsciously that you're not ready. So that's why I started there because I I want that to be, I want that weight to be off of my clients. Like you have a talk, it's monetizable. It's going to fit your, it fits your personality. Let's get it done. And then you can, you can perfect it and, and continue to evaluate and tweak it as you go. But at least now you have something marketable, like you have something on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're not confident with that, it just keeps you um, safe in hiding Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. then you can just say, oh, I'm still working on my talk. It's kind of like, I'm still working on my book. Well, it's vulnerable to put a book out there. Yeah. It's like in print. That's like, oh, you know, and so it's, it's safer to say I'm still working on it than to actually get it out there. So I'm always, I'm a fan of done is better than perfect every day of the week, Kathy, (laughs) (laughs) get it done. Right. Test it out. Let's see what you got. What kind of feedback did you get? Okay, great. Now you can, you know, tweak it. It's like a living organism. Your talk. Yeah. No, I love that. What's your suggestion on, uh, you know, you, you, it, it's kind of sounding like that maybe you're saying have one talk, just one talk that you give everywhere. I mean, do you, do you have any suggestions or ideas on whether it should be, you know, a couple of options when you're talking to? I think it depends. I, I, if you're just starting, I would absolutely just pick one and stick with it for a while, at least give it 20 times. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if you're, because if you think like as a new speaker, you want to develop, like you see, this is, again, we go right back to what we were talking about before, where you see these other people, you see these people who've got, they've got all these talks and I only don't, I don't have one, or they have all these talks. I only have one, you know, that can stop you in your tracks, but it can also stop you from having the one. So get your one done, go out and do it a few times, tweak it till you feel really confident. And then, if, then you'll start to notice another talk starts to come, you know, I've been asked about this other thing. I could actually develop a talk about that. And that's what the cool thing about uh, the, the system that I share with people is that it's, it's a template in a way. I mean, but it, each one is original. Mm-hmm. So once you learn how to put the talk together, you can put another one together. Right. But if you do too many, that means, let's say you try to do three talks. And you've never actually done any of them. You could do three talks that you develop that you don't know what anyone likes or not. Three PowerPoints, three ones to memorize, three, you know, you're tripling your work. So right. if you could stay focused for a little while, get your, you know, do the kindergarten, then you get to second grade, third grade, you know. <laughs> we kind of like as entrepreneurs, we're like, I want it all and I want it now. <laughs> And keep that energy, keep that enthusiasm, but also go, okay, what's, what's really the best strategy for me right now? Right, right. Just driving that. Okay. Awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit. I I had kind of prefaced this a couple questions ago. So the idea of, you know, what your, um, what you would tell your younger self. So, you know, basically what, what would you share that you know now that you wish you'd known when you started your business? What would that be? Oh my gosh to listen to that inner voice. I knew from a very young age that I wanted to be in like a teaching capacity. And I, and I did, and I was, and I I've had that all the way through a lot of my career, but I think I, I remember hearing the phrase life coach. I think I was in college. This is like the early nineties. And I'm like, Ooh, what's that? That sounds kind of interesting, but it just wasn't really popular. It wasn't, a, I don't know. It wasn't, wasn't what you did back then. Right. And looking at back at how my life has changed, I'm like, and, and the trajectory I've taken and the careers that I've had, 
I would have been great. I would have been great as a life coach back then. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have coached people younger than me because I didn't have a lot of life experience at 19 years old. But I always had that drive and that and that passion to help other people on a deeper level, like not just talking about surface level stuff, but like, let's get to the heart of the matter. Like what's really going on. And I've always enjoyed that kind of conversation. Mm -hmm. So I probably would have said, listen to that and, and go out on your own. You can do this. I love that. Awesome. How do you define success? Oh my gosh. For me, it's really a balance of how I'm living my life. Like if you think about all the pillars, like, you know, the financial, the relational, the health, the spiritual, phys, you know, all those, all those, you know, main pillars and keeping them in balance, knowing that there's a flow and, and really just enjoying the experience, your journey of life, you know, just, <laughs> are you, am I here doing what I'm meant to do? Am I giving the gifts that I've been given? And am I making an impact on the world? To me, that's success. Yeah, I love it. Awesome, wonderful. So if somebody is listening and they're like, okay, I really have got to get my talk together. I got to figure out what kind of talk actually would rock. How can somebody <laughs> find you? Where would they connect with you? Please yes. share. Couple of things you can get, you can go to getspeakinggigsnow.com. And there are a couple of goodies there for you right away, you'll see an opportunity to get five top tips to get more speaking gigs, and that'll get delivered right to you. And if you're really, you're at this point where like, this is a sign that I was looking for, uh, grab a call with me. It's a speaker strategy session, and you can get the link right there on getspeakinggigsnow.com. And we'll have some time together. I would like to hear about what your journey, what you're imagining your journey is going to look like for speaking. And if I can help you get further along in your journey, I'll share with you how to do that. And I also want to make sure and overcome one challenge that you might be having currently with speaking. And that's always my goal to help someone as much as I can in that, in that time. Love it. Awesome. Well, if you have heard anything, and I'm, I'm telling you that those of you listening to this podcast, watching this video cast, you need to be out there reaching out and trying to speak. You have a story to share. You have a brilliance to get out, a message to to the masses. And um, I know sometimes it's fear, sometimes it's uncertainty. And um, I know Lisa can help many and has helped many people get that talk together, get it out there, get booked. And um, so be sure to reach over to her and, um, and connect over at Get Speaking Gigs Now. So um, Lisa, my final question that I ask all those I interview is what makes you a yes, I can woman? Oh my gosh. What makes me a yes, I, I love that question. I think again, it's that acceptance of other people listening to their gifts and seeing how can I help? How can I serve? How can I be of impact to them so that they can go and make an impact for other people? We're all connected, right? We are all yeah. connected. And the more that we can give our gifts to each other, the more we're all going to benefit. Right. So. Absolutely. Love it. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. Really appreciate your brilliance and expertise and sharing a few nuggets there. Um, 
You bet. And those of you that are listening and watching, it was great to connect with you again. Be sure to, like I said, hop on over and get your next copy of the magazine. Um, look for us over on Facebook or on Instagram and be sure to connect with us there too. This is all about community and collaboration, ladies. So let's get together. All right. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll see you next time on the next edition of Yes, I Can Living. Thanks again. Bye-bye.